Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, and a good morning at you. It's January 8th. And uh, a lot of us uh, last night were watching the news and thinking, ay, 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 unbelievable, here we go again. It's really something, huh? Some measure of calm seems to have returned this morning. I, I don't know. Also, we will hear from the, I can't call We'll hear from Trump this morning when I heard he was going to address the nation. This morning I thought, ah, oh, damn, I mean, you know, he's, he's going to do it at 10 a.m., right? But um, my people got together with his people and uh, we arranged for him to do the address at 11. So immediately after the show he will, he will then speak. One can only... One can only imagine what uh, drivel will come from his mouth, although I'm sure he will be heavily scripted. If he takes questions, then that's another matter. Uh, don't know what to say. <laughs> we knew that, you know, this is a man currently in office who is wholly incompetent and incapable. He is uh, someone who is disinterested in statecraft, in other people. <laughs> he, is, he is what you would put in office if you were, I don't know, like a, like a capricious god who, uh, who just wanted to see what mayhem would ensue. You know, like if the Joker were god. Hey, let's put this guy here in the White House and see what happens. <clears throat> if the incompetence of this administration is not apparent now to someone, then that person is without um, without any hope <laughs> of ever coming to their senses, I would uh, suggest. Um... The Iranians could have saved us last night by virtue of what now is openly being discussed, that they were in fact rather surgical in their strike last night on two American bases, uh, in that they didn't want to kill any Americans. They didn't want to kill any Iraqis either for that matter. They warned the Iraqis. They knew the Iraqis would warn us. So this is, this is all somewhat a uh, show, um, mostly, I imagine, for the domestic um, audience in Iran. But if they did what it appears they did, this quick strike, non-lethal, strike, um, then thank God. And it gives our appalling uh, leader the, uh, the window to 
jump out of, oh, that he would, and to uh, get away from the mess that he made by not thinking it through. When you think of the when you think of the mess that is the Middle East, that any president of any country would so blithely be provocative in the way that this man has been is is approaching madness. Now, I, I do believe he is nuts as well as one of the worst human beings ever to uh, exist. I think he's, he's, he's obviously, his narcissism, his soullessness is, is at such a level that the guy is incapable of, of functioning as a moral human being. So could be that what looked early last night like a hot war about to break out um, in the Middle East. And stop and think about it. I mean, in my, what is it, in the last 20 years, give or take a year or two, this country has gone into two Middle Eastern nations, Afghanistan first, and then Iraq, and has engaged itself in unending wars in both countries. The longest wars of American history. In fact, they are still going on. They're going on because we don't know how to win them. They're going on because they are crazy wars in a crazy part of the world. They are too complicated, too complex, and there will never be a win in either. And for this idiot currently occupying the White House to bring us, as he did last night, to a potential third war in the Middle East, and this one with an even mightier nation than the other two we're already involved with is the very definition of, well, what? Incompetence, <laughs> impulsivity, failure to think things through, uh, stupidity, malfeasance, and yet another high crime and misdemeanor, that of being a total effing fool and playing with people's lives. How's about, I know it's a crazy idea coming from out of nowhere, how's about we finish, in some manner, one of the two wars we're already in, in the Middle East, before we start a third, and without a doubt, the biggest war, and probably most, again, unwinnable war. Jeez. It's, uh, 
It's stunning. And right before I came in, I was checking out some uh, some stuff because one of the things that happens when when other presidents have been in situations like this, like you think uh, what impending war with a, ma a major adversary like uh, uh, JFK, a young president, and uh, the Soviet Union, and uh, the Bay of Pigs, uh, the fiasco of the Cuban Missile Crisis, all of this kind of stuff. Presidents have around them people who are very serious, very knowledgeable, whose entire careers have given them wells of information and, again, experience to perhaps know how to thread the needle in these extremely difficult situations in which one mistake, one miscalculation, one misunderstood step can result literally in the deaths of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, who knows what, human beings. And so, this president, as I mentioned yesterday, has had a revolving door at his White House, unlike any seen before. If you think of cartoons, and sometimes a revolving door in a cartoon, you know, starts spinning so fast it just becomes a blur. That's sort of like the White House under Trump. People come in, people are out, people come in, people are out, people come in, people are out. They aren't even in there long enough to, in fact, secure the position they're supposedly in. They are not in long enough to have uh, the, the, the Senate confirm uh, them. The Senate, by the way, is too busy confirming every inept judge in the country that happens to belong to the Federalist Society. So this is a president now who's brought us to the brink of war, and his administration has managed to rid itself of everyone who could be considered competent or a, a possibly ameliorating force in the chaos of this White House. Right now, here are the jobs that are not filled in this White House that took us to the brink of war last night. We currently do not have a director of national intelligence. Maybe that's because we're the stupidest country in the world and to talk about national intelligence when we elected this incompetent fool to be our president, it seems like a misnomer that such a country would have a director of national intelligence when national stupidity is the norm. A director of national nincompoopery would be a better position. So, we currently have no director of national intelligence. We don't even have a deputy director of national intelligence. As far as I know, uh, what, uh, the person who uh, makes Xerox copies for the folks in national intelligence is now running the department. We have no secretary of homeland security. What the, what do we need that for, going into a potential war? 
we don't have a deputy secretary of homeland security we don't have a secretary of the navy it, the, the list goes on and on we do not in the pentagon and in the state department the two departments that you would need really up functional muscular knowing exactly where they're going those two state and defense are like and they're run by these incompetent well we know war hawks so I'm just saying it appears that we might have dodged a bullet last night and we can thank the Iranians who are not as crazy as we are. Jesus H. Of course, let's not be naive. The Iranians aren't done. I mean, everybody is saying that, and of course they're not. They're done with the show, the big spectacle of uh, last night. They're done with the stage craft. But they will be uh, nettle in this president's administration until its dying day, which we should only hope is 11 months away. I don't know. I, I, I just... It, the thing is, I mean, what... I was going to say, what was he thinking? <laughs> How silly. His own base doesn't want another war. His own base. I mean, if this guy was looking to get Americans out into the streets by the millions, Americans to the left, Americans to the right, Americans in the center, who the F wants another war? When we can't finish any war, we seem to start. God damn. Oh, yeah, little Tony reminds me of the plane that crashed in, right outside of, it takes off from the Tehran airport and down, killing everybody on board. Boy, poor Ukraine, what the hell? Man, they can't buy a break. Um, and uh, Iran will not turn the black box from that, uh, from the downed plane uh, over uh, to Boeing. Because Boeing will, of course, uh, be able to share that with the White House. <coughs> um, who the hell knows? Uh, was that plane uh, shot down inadvertently? Um, I don't know. And we'll never know, is my guess. Meanwhile... Mitch McConnell says he's ready to go ahead and he doesn't need any witnesses. <laughs> I mean, sure. Why would you need witnesses in a trial of some import? Who needs witnesses? We don't need no stinking witnesses. And John Bolton all of a sudden coming out of the blue and saying, I will testify. 
suggests to me that he's playing uh, this in a way. I wouldn't trust John Bolton for a second. John Bolton was somebody who wanted war with Iran. Uh, he now must be just sky high about what this White House did, even if this White House threw him back into the revolving door. I wouldn't trust John Bolton to take down the president when this president is doing things that John Bolton thinks are smart. I don't know. I don't know. What a messed up nation we are. Where was it that I saw? Oh, yeah, I know. You know, there's so many other things that we could uh, talk about. I, um, For instance, the Washington Post today. Now, obviously, the, the first stories are all about uh, this, you know, how... Uh, Blah, 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 blah. But then you see that there are other things happening. Um, and I just want to, I'm just going to read some headlines to you, just so we, again, remind ourselves that, that the, the world is um, still going on out there, and there are stories that uh, might, um, might be worthy of uh, our interest. I'm... Still sifting through. Oh, here, let's see. Here's one. Police had him on their radar for months. Now he's accused of cannibalizing a grinder date. Now that would be big news pre-Trump. Um, some guy ate his date on Grinder. That is, um, that's a story here. Um, oh, gee, some of them have disappeared already. Here's a good one. It began with a piece of popcorn stuck in his teeth. It ended with open-heart surgery. I'm just saying. Who hasn't had popcorn stuck in their teeth? Here's another one. Foxes keep attacking this 88-year-old leading him to strangle one with his bare hands. This is the Washington Post today. So there are still uh, people paying attention to um, other stuff that is going on in uh, the world. Ay, ay, ay. Um, what else I got here? Yeah. Well, oh, we have a call. All right, we got a caller. Let's come on in. Hello. Uh, good morning. Hi. I called the other day, but I think something was weird was going on the phone. I hope it goes better today. I don't think you understood half of what I was trying to get at. No, I think it was my fault, plus there was something with the phone, too. Okay. Um, but anyway, you were talking the other day about... Um, how we got into the Iraq war, and it was based on lies and everything. You, you did a really good job, I think, comparing it to the lies that I think McNamara and Johnson 
in Nixon all told and kept us in there. And, and, and that's where we're at. That's why we're there, where we're available for the Iran to do what they want to do to us. Would you agree with that? Well, uh, <laughs> again, we are having a failure to communicate. I would, would I agree that exactly what? Phrase that again. That what we. But the, the the reason we're in Iraq even to this day is based on lies. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Similar to the lies yeah. that were told. To get us into staying in Vietnam. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 We're lied to with the. Um, a report just came out about our presence in Afghanistan and how they've been lying to us about Afghanistan since almost day one. Um, yeah, we are lied to. And this president, this White House, has, I mean, taken lying to, I mean, it's a, nobody believes anything that comes out of his mouth. He is not to be trusted with anything that is said. I mean, you have to figure at least half the American public and most of the world uh, feels that way, right? He he has I'm no not credibility. Sure how the American public feels. He has no credibility with fifty percent. We'll give just fifty percent of the American people. No, he's incapable of telling the truth. Huh? Yeah, but he he still got that crazy base um and, and you know i mean i mean it even goes back to george bush when i mean this this so-called beacon of democracy that was going to be iraq <laughs> i mean um i could go we could look at i mean you know, like facts don't matter anymore i mean uh, i i now yeah, I work with people who don't believe we landed on the moon. My wife has good customers who are smart people who don't believe we landed on the moon. And it's like they used to be the crazy people back in the day. Yeah. Now they're like 40, 50 percent, I think. I mean, it's that nuts. And it doesn't matter what the facts are. I mean, because we could talk about the debt and the deficit and what it was under, you know, what we have now, what we didn't you know compared to Obama or Clinton? Well, so we um, have a very matter. I mean, yeah, we have a misinformed. Um, we have a lot of misinformed people, and that will only get worse uh, because of uh, you know social media. Because people now can can pick and choose where they're go going to get their facts and their information, and there are uh, you know an extraordinary number of purveyors of of totally false information. And it used to be back in a kinder, gentler time, or a less less complex time, that you know everybody read the same newspapers and watched the same television news and had the same information, um, and we were better off for that. We really were. So I don't. I don't know. I, mean, I don't. Even the economy. Even the economy is a joke. I mean, it, it, it is a good. Sure, I, I guess it's good for some people. It's good and for it's good for rich people. Good, yeah, but it was better under Obama, and right. even better under Clinton. Yeah, well, I mean, when we talk about job growth, the stock market growth, it was all better under mm -hmm. Obama and Clinton. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and the thing is that it's it, it, statistically speaking, it's not bad now. It's really good, but it was better under those. Two. 
Well, and, yeah. And, and, so and what we have now, I don't know. Um, okay. But anyway, it, it, it's very frustrating. Yes. To, to not have a intelligent conversation with people with real facts. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome to the world we live in. I know. Frustrating. Let is... me ask you a question, though. Okay. Quickly. Okay. What would happen if whoever the Democratic candidate says, you know what, I'm I'm not going to go to a debate. Why am I going to stand on the stage and have to listen to this bozo lie the whole time? I will have a series of press conferences, and you can ask me any question you want, and I will give you, I will tell you the answer to the best of my ability. But I'm not getting on the, on the stage with a with a liar. It's, he's beneath all of us, and and I'm not going to subject you to that. How do you think that might be received? Uh, not well, and um, not well by the media, not well by a lot of people. And uh, I would wait and let uh, Trump uh, be the one who says, I won't debate, because he very well might do that. You think that's a possibility? Oh, yeah, I definitely do. I definitely do. Who the hell? Okay. You know, can anyone make any predictions anymore? I mean, come on. None of us can. We have no idea where this runaway train is going. But we do know there'll be a train wreck of some sort. We just hope we all survive. So thank you for the call. Please. Okay. Okay. Bye. Um, I had paid no attention to this story, but I'm going to. So Harvey Weinstein is uh, on trial, and uh, one of his trials. And have you noticed, if somebody did a, a good report about how all of a sudden this, this, uh, you know, this movie mogul, uh, who's you know raped a woman a day, is when you see him now he looks he can barely walk he's he's on a walker and his walker even has you know neon tennis balls on the feet. Now, as was pointed out in the article, Harvey Weinstein is perfectly capable if he has to have a walker of having some beautiful walker that has some beautiful glidey things. I, he doesn't need the tennis balls. I, I assure you. But this is an act. It is to make him look pathetic, powerless, so that jurors would think, how could, look at that broken down old man. <laughs> and they're going, it, well, anything that will help him get sympathy and look like he is incapable of overpowering these healthy young women who say these things. So it's been pointed out that this is a tactic that is used all the time. A defense attorney will dress their client in such a way that they will present themselves, uh, you know, not necessarily, <coughs> not necessarily as they are, but in a way that might help the defense. Um, remember Bill Cosby? All of a sudden, remember? He's under trial and we find out he's walking around we, and they say he's blind. We think, he's blind? Wasn't he doing a show just the other day? No, he's legally blind and he's got a man holding him up and he's got a cane. And all that was a bunch of crapola, too. Um, and his attorney would say things like, He's a 78-year-old blind man. 
who they're torturing in this manner. Remember Michael Jackson showing up at a, at a, at a hearing in his pajamas? So sick he couldn't even get dressed. This is just something that the rich do when they are caught and when their power, their power is no longer useful in some ways. They need to project anything but power. So uh, just pointing that out, if you've seen Harvey Weinstein lately, because he looks like uh, he's 120, and uh, I bet they even put makeup on him, you know, give him this ashen look. Not that he ever looked good. He also is surrounded by men who make him look like he's wasted away, and he's still overweight. The guys around him are like, if the, the pure poundage, I know I'm not supposed to do this kind of thing anymore, you don't drive is beyond belief when you see a picture of, of Harvey Weinstein. The, the poundage of the men surrounding him is uh, whew, really pretty extraordinary. All right. So I don't know about you. Are you going to be able to listen to the president when he addresses the nation, or are you going to wait for the transcript later so you don't have to hear him or see him or... I, I mean, I know so many people who literally can not look. As a matter of fact, every morning I look in the mirror at one of them. Oh, God. <clears throat> Some of what uh, serious people in Washington are saying. Hey, I had, oh, somebody stole oh, the chair I stole. Well, how dare they? I stole a chair for Ryan Dito. It, did you see somebody come and take it? How funny. Here he comes. He stole his own. Um, <clears throat> there we go. Uh, oh, Ryan. Hello. Get yourself in here. Should I close this door at all? Or leave no. It, leave it I, 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 is it Bob? I mean, do you hear me? Is it like no, you know, not really. You know, not really. It's just like no, no, no. I can hear you, but it's not. It's, not it's like, like you can alive. you can tune me out. No right, problem. Right, right. Well, I don't like hearing that. Oh, I turn mine off. Oh, how do I turn back this button? I don't know. Yeah, you're on. I think we need to get a little tighter. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Chair wars. <laughs> Is it on? Yeah. Okay, cool. You're on. You're right, on. Sweet. All right. War? Are we talking war? What well, is it good, good for? Absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> war? What is it good for? Yeah, a friend of mine tweeted out the uh, the, the song last, yeah. last night. She was freaking yeah, out. I love that AOC video where she does a little dance and then she points at the camera. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, what is it good for? So I think the Iranians have uh, probably, uh, you know, finessed this. Right. It feels like it. 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 Um, it feels a little better this morning. Than sure. It did last but who knows? Time. Who knows? It depends oh, on yeah. what the Americans are going to yeah, do. But so it seems like Trump is like, oh, I'm done. You know. So. If he comes out though and starts, you know, the bellicose and offensive, if he goes off script, I'm sure somebody has written something for right. him today. Right. Who the hell knows? We got a. 
fucking idiot, lunatic, dangerous, unbelievable, right. unstable, uh, <laughs> impulsive. It's like having a... Don't you really think a toddler would do better? Oh, I mean, any bureaucrat. Just put any bureaucrat in any that position. Bureau- any bureaucrat? Well, I, I mean, anybody. <laughs> no, I'll take anybody. The next person who walks by <laughs> would be head and shoulders. I'm not even a fan of necessarily like just having someone who like just like does what the bureaucrats say. There, as, as, there as, like, she is, is, the next president hey, of the United States. Yeah, you're gonna do it. She's not old yeah. enough. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you're elected. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> she's not old enough. Oh yeah, yeah she's not. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not right, old right, enough. Right, yeah. <laughs> I could give you a few of my years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jeez. A couple more years. I'm about couple I'm turning 33 years. in a week. Are you? Mm-hmm. So we maybe have the same birthday. January 16th? 18th. Oh, pretty close. Yeah. yeah. It's a good weekend. Is it? Is it a weekend? No, mine's not on a weekend. It's on Thursday. Oh, mine's on the weekend. It's a good weekend because it's usually MLK weekend. So I yes, like to, it's an I MLK like weekend. My, and you share get, my birthday weekend with yes, MLK with weekend. Yes, with Martin Luther King. Right. It's, yeah, that works well. Yeah. All right, so, jeez. All right, um, a lot's happened since uh, last we spoke. That's right. Yeah, it's been like a month, right? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I forget everything always, like just like everyone else in America, where you just have an attention span of like ten, I know. ten, ten seconds. I know. It, no, it is true. <laughs> like uh, in a given day, right? So much happens right. that you can't. Yeah. But um, like. Yeah. This. Uh, yeah. Because I ran this one like one week. It's like one week cycle. That's it. Pretty much. <laughs> and that, no, literally, and you cannot retain. Yeah, it's hard. We need to and ha- you've got a supple young brain. I know. Still. I know. You know, mine is. <laughs> it it really is. Right. And you know, I'm forgetful about a lot of things. So I'm thinking, well, actually, that's. Do you know to be to be able to forget now is a real life skill. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. People who are forgetful might be uh, emotionally healthier. Ignorance yeah. is bliss. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I, I I mean like it was actually a pretty slow news cycle I think over over the holidays. Yeah. There you know there yeah. wasn't really anything that was like huge. There wasn't there definitely wasn't any like big Pittsburgh news that I can recall. Um, no, I mean, no. I mean I just I kind of wrote some silly stuff really. Just really? Like, so yeah. you're t- even yeah. totally yeah. uninterested. Hey, yeah. I've got something you like. Okay. Dateline, Kansas City, Missouri. Mm. Why is there, why is the abbreviation for Missouri M-O? Because Mississippi, no. Oh, well, there's a ton of M states. Minnesota, Mississippi. Mississippi. So which one is M-I? Man. Minnesota. No, no, no. no, no that's, that's M-N-N. M-N-N. M-N. Mississippi is maybe M-S. It is M-S. So is there another state? Yes, Michigan. Michigan's M-I. It got There's also die. Maine, Montana. Yeah. So M- yeah, M- but A- Missouri. M T I think is Montana. M E is Maine. All right, but still M O. And then M A is Massachusetts. So There's like M is like the most. We have the most states over there. M has the most states. I believe so. Yeah. I don't think it's even that close, really. A is. You're just close. saying that A's, off the top A's, of your head. A is pretty close too. Alaska, Alaska Alabama, Arkansas. Arkansas. Apollonia. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one. I There's think. a lot of W's. 
West Virginia. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Is are there the one that? Okay. I think M is the most though. How about N with all the news? No, there's not that many. N's. New Mexico, New Hampshire, New York, North yeah. Dakota, That's true. New there are a lot York. Of, yeah, there are a lot of N's. Yeah. Yeah. How many? What do we got? How many? How many? What's the What's the letter with the most? States? I'm sure it's M. <laughs> <laughs> and we even forgot some. All right. Well, let's get back to Missouri, Kansas City, okay, which the metro area is split between two states, which I think yeah, is interesting. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, so is so so St. Louis, though. So. That is true. Yeah. Um, so, Kansas City, Missouri. What right, did she say? Go. M. Okay. There are six. Oh, oh. oh, we're tied. What? We're tied. <laughs> M and N are M tied with and A. N. <laughs> well, then what aren't we remembering for it? Nebraska? Nebraska. Um, I don't know. I'm try- I usually do it. No, no. New Mexico. Do we say New Mexico? Yeah, New, New Mexico, Mexico, New Hampshire. New oh, let's 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 try New to York. do them all. Let's okay. Them all. all right. New Mex. Do the news. Okay. New York, New Hampshire, New Mexico. Right. Does those all the news? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ne- Nebraska, North Dakota, North Carolina. Um. Are those all the North? Six. North Carolina, North Dakota. That's yeah, right. Six. We can get it. Come um. Ne. Why is this so hard? No, we already said New Hampshire. We said the news. Wait. Come on now. Didn't we? Yeah. Are there three news? There's three. Oh, there's yeah, we got them. So we, we're missing two. Yeah, what are we missing? I don't know. Not a word. Nevada. <laughs> All right, one oh, more. We got one more. Oh. We can get it. I can't. I'm no. totally out. Um, um, uh, wait. Uh, Naoming. Take our time. <laughs> take our time. <laughs> Noragon. No, stop it. Yeah. All right, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what? Um, maybe there's like one of those little ones in the, you know, uh, like yeah. in New England somewhere. Yeah, Maine, no, Maine New Hampshire, Vermont, yeah, Rhode Island, Connecticut. Uh, uh, so what is it? New what Jersey. Is, oh, we, we, we did forget mm-hmm. them. Okay, all right. That's all right. That's, okay, we'll okay. stop. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine how many people have been screaming at us? No Jersey! No Jersey! How can you do this? the state that we're in right now. Okay, what started this off? Oh, right. Dateline, Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City will become the first major American. I know about this. Of course I do. I'm a transit rider. We're talking about free bus fare? Oh, I saw it and I thought, oh, Ryan will be so happy. (laughs) Kansas City will become the first major. Uh, American city to offer free public transit. Right. And you know what that bus fare, what the fare was, was $1.50. Right. Our fare is one of the highest in the countries. What the F? Come on now. Yeah. Well, you well know, how can they do that? Well, first of all. They rolling in dough? First of all, Kansas City is not as good as a transit city as Pittsburgh is. So let's just start there. I think a lot of people saw that headline and they're like, oh my gosh, the best, like Kansas City Transit's not that good. So you mean like, they have about three buses that wander around? <laughs> <laughs> they have plenty of buses, on. but, uh, you know, it's just like in terms of a walkable transit-oriented transit usage city, Pittsburgh is way higher than Kansas City. Like, so, um, but it, it is going to be an interesting experiment. There's There's actually been a lot of writing about whether bus, free bus fare is beneficial or not because... There's, there's some, there's some incentivizing in terms of like, you pay for it so you want to upkeep it, you know, 
like in terms of uh, um, transit. I do think our bus fares are too high. Oh, they're ridiculous. But at the same time, because I don't want to. Rich I people don't take the goddamn bus. Yeah, they and do. In I, the East End, they do. Yes, they do. They definitely do. Not not like not like a ton, but there are people who take. There is a diverse population that takes. Well, the bus that's from true. The East I End. heard of a guy yesterday. And Mount Lebanon as well. I heard of a guy yesterday. He's a banker at PNC. He lives right near the East Liberty, but you know, he mm-hmm. jumps on the busway, goes right. down to work. He comes home at lunch to walk his dog. And you can do on it on the busway. And wow! Then this guy back. should have been in my busway story. What a story! That's amazing. This is what good, high-quality um, transit can do when you when you give buses their own right of way. Yeah. Everyone will use them. Oh hell yeah! There is no like. I have like introduced poor, a lot of rich, rich people to it's the busway. Hey, downtown you want to go downtown? You don't have to look for a place to park here. Come Which with is also me. super expensive. I know, I know. Regardless of how rich you are, it's crazy expensive. And then yeah. also, like, just like driving around looking for a spot is annoying. Like, yeah. Um, so, so yeah. I, and then the I, cost. I, of it. I think the Kansas City thing's interesting. I think a lot of people um, are saying, "Let's bring this here." And I'm not saying we shouldn't, but man, we gotta uh, we gotta convince the Republicans to up our funding a lot if we want to maintain our service. And there's and there's just a lot of questions, but it is it is it's going to be a really intriguing experiment. Hopefully, it'll lead to more riders. Hopefully, it'll lead to an increase. I'm a little skeptical that it will, especially because it's already not a very high transit use city. Hey, I wanted to show you something that'll make you miserable. Now that I had the Kansas City thing that would make you. This is from. The New York Times business section. Mm. This is a story of how some rich people are buying their three and four year olds cars. Okay. Like Power Wheels? No, like that. Okay. Like a like an actual it's it, Right. That looks like a Power Wheels to me. What do you mean Power Wheels? You don't know what Power Wheels are? This is like little 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 electric cars that went like three miles an hour oh. <laughs> that you rode around like this. It cold, is cold power aside. wheels. Oh, you know about this. Well, there I is know a about j- this. I had this. Like we had this when I was a little kid. You had- I didn't have one. My parents did not give me one, but some other kids had them. Geez, my kid they had this really little bubble thing that he had to do with his feet. It's way I mean, wait, what? it's way better to have a bike when you're those things are at least when i was a kid they were super slow you can walk faster than them okay. they're so slow these i mean they might be faster now but yeah but jaguar has a gasoline powered kitty car you can get it at fao schwartz for ten thousand bucks really really indoctrinate our kids into killing the planet continually that's by, right by having fossil fuel powered little cars for when they're little kids Ride a bike. It's faster. It's better. <laughs> Listen, the head of Mercedes says it's the beginning of building a relationship with the child. Oh, this this makes me very upset. I know it. This would. makes me I'm extremely glad. upset. You know how cheap a you know how cheap a bike is? Like a kid's bike? You can get kids' bikes for like fifty bucks. And that's like brand new, you know? Like, just give them a little bike. I love to have I, Oh my gosh! Lynn. All right, I'm oh, sorry. That's, I'm, that's sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay, I got one other thing here okay. for you. You know, uh, people keep saying how p- people are coming. Young people are coming to Pittsburgh because it's uh, you know yeah affordable, low quality, yeah. low low, low, quality. low quality, low air quality. Low, right? Yes, right. It's that's probably low. the story from from when we were gone is the air quality stuff. That so a is version. right. Yeah. That's right. 
And I have to tell you, oh my God, I was actually scared that day. I think a lot of I had, I, I'm two of the categories they told to be careful. Yeah. I'm old. Old, right, really old. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, most of the obituaries are, believe me, younger than I am. It's, I'm old and I'm um, asthmatic. Oh, yeah. All right. So I go, I have a dog. I got to yeah. take the dog yeah. out. I'm walking the dog and I'm like, like I'm like this. And I swear, I ended up on my taking a, a, my rescue inhaler later. I mean, and the, I bumped into these people from who just moved here from St. Louis. Okay. And the guy said, this fog is unbelievable. I yeah. said, this fog is deadly. Yeah, it's bad. I said, let me tell you about this fog. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's really incredible how... I mean, like, I think I was one of them, kind of, but it's really incredible how few people know about inversions as a concept of weather, yeah, you know? Yeah, It's It's, like, happened forever. The Donora smog. Well, that's what I said. I said, I know. The in the, I said, in the country. There, there was this thing that happened in 1948, <laughs> right down the river. Not that far. Right down the river. Like 20 miles or and, something. And it killed people. It was just like this. Yeah, exactly like this. Yeah. That's right. So, anyway, there's that. So this guy who moved here, he's a Google worker, Okay. and he was living in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and he's thinking, gee whiz, the cost of living here, unbelievable, got to get the hell out. He starts hearing from other Google people, hey, Pittsburgh, right. it's amazing, man. Yeah. You, can, yeah. you can live like a king here right. um, instead of in a hovel. Right, right, right. right. No so, traffic. No traffic, no, no. this, no that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So he came here, and he and he lives right near me. He lives like okay. four blocks from me. Cool. Listen to what he has said. And this guy, <laughs> where is it? I don't know. Here. Did you see this? It's a public source article. God damn it. First of all, this guy annoys me because he's one of these like overly. Uh, okay, so he says he starts noticing as soon as he gets here. Mm-hmm. He lives near Bakery Square because right. that's where Google is. Yep. And that was one of the things. I can walk to work. It's yeah, just amazing. It's awesome. yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's good walkable city. But he starts <clears throat> smelling something. Yeah. And he says it seemed like almost like burnt rubber. Yeah, sulfur is what it is, usually. He says, we started noticing an obnoxious stench in the mornings, a mix of smells resembling coal tar and sulfur. I live in this neighborhood. Yeah. I don't notice that stench. Yeah. I, usually, I don't know. I usually don't energy. notice the smell either, but during the inversion, when, when I was outside, yeah, but not, I actually noticed it. But this, this isn't the inversion. When was it? He says it's pollution. Uh, he, anyway, uh, blah, 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 I wondered if someone was burning tires. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he heard it's industrial pollution. Right. And he, um, he says, I'm 46. I've lived in a dozen different places, California, Oregon, Alaska, Utah, Colorado, Minnesota, New York, Kentucky. I like Kentucky. that you pronounce Oregon correctly, which is nice, you know? So many people say Oregon, and it just really makes me mad. What did I say? Oregon. 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 Anyway. All right. <laughs> I'm just telling listeners, it's Oregon, not Oregon. Stop, stop I'm it. I'm so proud. <laughs> 
and I'm a hick from the Midwest. <laughs> I right. don't even uh, know why I, I know I live that. In or- okay. Oregon. It's like I don't know how to pronounce. La- I say Lancaster. Oh. Yeah, it's not right. Right, Lancaster. Lancaster, yeah. Lancaster. But it's different because there's a because there's a Lancaster in California, and it's that it is and, Lancaster. And, and, it's, and it's Lancaster, yeah. There's a North Versailles somewhere too. That's here in Pittsburgh. No, North Vers North, North Versailles is in I Pittsburgh. Say, right, I'm saying right. there is. I'm okay. sorry, I, I sidetracked us. Um, anyway, he says I've encountered air pollution like this exactly once, <gasps> driving near the petroleum cracking plants north of Salt Lake City in the 1980s. <laughs> have those? I didn't know they were there. Anyway. Oh, guess what's coming to Pittsburgh? Yeah. Packer plant. He's leaving. Oh, he is? Yeah, I mean. He says, I'm getting the hell a out. A little bit of a fear monger. Um, <laughs> yo, this really, this guy, this guy, he says, he is actively now telling people, do not come here. He said he heard Rich Fitzgerald, our county executive, mm-hmm. uh, say that the local growth of businesses here like Facebook, Google, and Uber show that businesses are not scared away yeah. by concerns about That's air right. quality. So, uh, Marty. And this guy says, I can't speak about Facebook or Uber, but in regard to Google, I can say without question that Fitzgerald's assertion is not true. My team and all other local teams I work with have struggled to acquire and keep talent for the entire time I've been in Pittsburgh. Multiple co-workers have left in the last two years, several citing concerns about air quality and lead in the water. We're making progress on the lead, though. They've been different. They like... They changed out my pipes in front of my place recently, and my water pressure went way up. It was awesome. <laughs> I cannot justify staying here. I am leaving and transferring to a different office within Google. Yeah. I am not going quietly. Hmm. I am active on our internal lists, encouraging people to use the Smell PGH app. Yeah, that thing was that thing was on fire over the um, over over the inversion uh, week. I am giving advice to. Co-workers to avoid Pittsburgh. I credit myself with discouraging at least a dozen contacts in the tech industry from considering Pittsburgh. All right. I think this is a little extreme. I do too. Why don't you? T- <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, why don't you go I, slap I, this guy around a little bit? I mean, I think I, think I agree this is, with most of his points. Yeah, look like, at it. Yeah, but look at him. Doesn't he look like someone you'd want to slap <laughs> I'm not gonna, around? I'm not oh, judge his well, Jeez, I want to punch that face. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I think it's a little extreme. Um, what yeah. he's saying, I do agree with a lot of it. That like, I think Fitzgerald is <laughs> a little talking out of both sides of his mouth with like wanting our tech industry to go, but also being a huge proponent of fracking and almost and a little bit of a protector of the industrial jobs in the area um, or industries in the area. Um, And, but yes, we do need, we do need a strong, a strong advocacy um, to fight for our air quality. And there is a strong advocacy to fight for our air quality. And they've been making some strides, honestly. I thought during the inversion, the county health department and I, I kept waiting for this to be the lead story that this was like crisis level nothing mm-hmm. no i mean they sent out oh. a, they sent out a release after the inversion happened after yeah and they and they're announcing new rules we wrote about it on the city paper yeah new rules right R- rules that should have been in effect i agree uh 
five decades a- ago. Apparently, we had some inversion-related rules, but apparently they're not being enforced enough and they haven't been updated to uh, uh, consider this certain kind of um, partic- particulate matter. I have matter. no doubt that Pittsburgh gave me asthma, by the way. We have one of the we have some of the highest asthma rates in the whole I country. I have never I never my ever, girlfriend has asthma too. I got asthma when I was in my fifties. Yeah. It's bad. Come I'm on. My bike After I lived right here now. for I'm twenty years. I'm gonna get asthma too. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a call. Kay. We have a call. Er. Hello, call oh wait, we don't we have a headset? Nah, that's fine. Okay, caller. Go ahead. Hi, Lynn. Um, if you recall, this is a little off topic, but if you recall, I believe the musical Oklahoma, when Ado Annie is singing a number and she says, in Kansas City, Mo. So, huh. here's Mo. I, I haven't heard Oklahoma before or seen it. What? No, it's one of the greatest musicals of all you. time. Oh, <laughs> I know what it is. Oklahoma, where the wind comes from. Right <laughs> I don't know the songs. <laughs> and the waving wheat can sure smell sweet when the wind comes right behind the rain. <laughs> the rain. Oh, anyway, check it out. Yes, I have every night though. my honey pie and I sit alone and talk and watch a <laughs> hawk making lazy circles in the sky. I know we. You're behind me. I know we belong to the land, <coughs> and and the land we belong to is grand. So when we say, "Yow." Ah, uh, yippee, ki ki away. Oh, I ride on, drive me. Bye, Lynn. Bye. <laughs> We're yeah, only Kansas saying City, no. you're doing fine, Oklahoma. Wow, you know the you know the whole name. Oklahoma. Okay. Oklahoma. Oh, and there's a great one I did yeah. as a um. When I first auditioned for something, okay, and was told you can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I'm just a girl who can't say no. I'm in a terrible fix. I always say, "Come on, let's go." <laughs> just when I ought to say, "Nix." Okay. <laughs> I'm nixing this. When a feller tries to kiss a girl, I know she ought to give his face a slap. But each time a feller kisses me, I somehow always want to kiss him back. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. That's good. I'm trying to think of. I, uh, I'm. Uh, Those were the greatest yeah. musicals. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not insulting Oklahoma. It's a. It's got. A, it's canon. You know. It's an. It's a. It's American canon. I, I understand. I just haven't seen it. So. Okay. I've been trying to catch up. We were talking about broadcast news. I got that, you know. See? Great. So good. You yeah. think that's an old movie, broadcast from the 70s, news. From before I was born, Lynn. <laughs> 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 there's this thing called time. I and know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so some I'm, great I'm trying, movies. I, I got to catch up. Yeah. I just, so so it's, a, it's, it's, it's harder, you know. You got to catch up. You have to make a point right. of, yeah. Of, of learning it's our your history. cultural, cultural heritage. Right, right, I agree. The Iranians are going to bomb it. <sighs> I can't believe he said that. I, he did. He, Isn't I that know. amazing? He, it's just... Oh, and we got their cultural sites. 
he doesn't have a sense of their global nature of this culture. He doesn't have a sense of anything that, about does Iran. Does he even know I, that Iran. this was what we called Persia? Right. And the history there is. I think most a, Americans don't know. I saw. I saw. Uh, I just saw this tweet that was like most Amer- like twenty only twenty three percent of Americans can correctly identify where Iran is on a map. They can't find the United States on a map. No, our geography uh, education in this country is a ho- uh, abhorrent. Abhorrent, 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 abhorrent. Um, a b h o. But we were able to name the eight of the, you know, n, nah. n, n states. So pretty good. No, I no my America. You know how I've said this before. Americans learn geography when we go to war. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only <laughs> way we ever learn. Where's Vietnam? Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. look at that. And, you know, and still, if you were to give most Americans a map of the Middle East, they right. can't find, yeah, where's Iraq, where's Iran, yeah. where's Afghanistan, where's yeah. Turkey, Syria, right. Israel. They don't do know. I could do it. I think I could, too. I took a I took a course on Middle Eastern geography in college, <laughs> you did? actually. Oh, you yeah, did? I did, yeah. I love geography stuff. Yeah, I mean... Um, my girlfriend and I are obsessed. We love. We have maps all over our house. I can name all fifty states and capitals like easily, no problem. Jeez, you should go on Jeopardy. I don't know if I'm that good. Those guys, those people are really. Did smart. you watch last night? No, I didn't. I've, I have to watch. I'll They're pretty friggin' smart. They're I'll really tell you smart. that. And it They're looks like really Ken Jenkins good. might be the smartest. He's I don't know. He's the best. He's just so good. He's a good guy. He seems like just a really good guy. He yeah. does? Yeah, Ken Jennings. I yeah. think all of them seem like they're sort of nice people. Yeah, the Brad guy's kind of a jerk, I think. The what? The Brad br- guy. He's okay. Brad? Yeah, the other guy, the bearded guy. No, he's originally from Lancaster. <laughs> <laughs> he was from Pennsylvania. Oh, that's right. People from Pennsylvania, Rucker. none of them are ever jerks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's one of our own. Yeah. You got to, you know, stick up for them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so anything happening that uh, this week? Yeah. Um, you see, uh, Harry Richard re- is retiring. Who? Harry Richard, state rep, the state rep from Southern oh, Pittsburgh. Oh, Been in, he's been uh, serving for twenty five years, and he's finally calling it quits. He had a progressive challenge. Well, he has a progressive challenger, but now he doesn't have the challenger anymore because he's retiring. And uh, yeah, he's kind of one of the he's kind of one of the last blue dogs Democrats. Like in the city, definitely the last one in the city um, that's going to retire. Okay, and yeah. So we might get a more progressive. Democrat. It looks. I, it, it it's up in the air now. Now it's going to be a wide open primary. So who knows? But um, uh, that 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 race was actually going to be pretty hard for a progressive challenger because it's still kind of conservative. Okay, well, so maybe you'll get a Republican in there. No, it's still Democratic, but it's conservative Democrats. Where? It's weird. Where is this? It's thing? like Carrick, uh, Overbrook, oh. um, Brookline. Yeah. Uh, that Allentown, that area, that area—it's—it's it's actually kind of shocking because it's—it's—it's very democratic. Like it, it support it, it supported Hillary Clinton by a wide margin, but uh, in terms of other races, it's—it like it really supported Zapala. It really supported, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's really supported Reachout for years, and he's anti-abortion and pro-gun and all this other stuff. So um, that 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 was kind of a surprise to uh, I guess people who aren't like really really following politics. Uh, his his kind of abrupt retirement. So there's still a lot of blue dogs out there, though. You know, there's like 12 or 13 of them in Western Pennsylvania. Blue like, dogs being Democrats. Conservatives, like socially conservative be, Democrats. Who 
probably should be Republicans. Right, except that they like usually support it's a union like, labor, stuff. Labor it's union, union stuff. stuff. That's but why it's all those. It's why all these usually. Democrats around here that became Democrats and their parents were Democrats because they were labor right, union right. people. They they are not comfortable in the Democratic Party. No. But it's so interesting though, because like they, they, I'm just shocked. They like some of them are still around. Like Frank Burns out in like Johnstown, his district was plus forty for Trump, and he won re-election in 2018. Plus forty. Shit. <laughs> Pam Snyder in Green County. But that shows how conservative he is. Right. 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 So these are dinos, Democrats in right. name yeah. only. But I think they're gonna stick around. It's really interesting. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Well, thank you. Yeah. After my singing today, I bet they're going to tell me to close the door. <laughs> you did almost say. sing the entire song. I did. Oh, you have no idea. Next. I can give you a private rendition. Wait for tomorrow. You're going to bring a oaky, oaky hat in and uh, some cowboy boots. <laughs> well, seeing as I thought we were going to be in World War III last night, I think it's great that we were able to. I was to, also afraid um, about that. Yes, that was really a frightening night. wasn't good. We're um, so, that's good. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan. Absolutely. Always. Okay. See you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live. Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.